0: Corinthians, right? 2 Corinthians 37
1: Victory in the name which is above every name.
2: There's no exception for rape or incest. Uh, it's an extreme yeah. law. And-
1: right now, bones,
0: ligaments, tendons, in Jesus' name, get out here right now.
1: So put your trust in. view in this chemistry, right, but, right. but some are spewing distorted views of the Trinity. They're with the enemy, there, lies have been by. Whether you like it or not, you will tie the get shot. No reverence from these reverence, only pathetic benevolence. Who claims to heal with You
0: ain't got no scene in your life. That? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog, episode 62. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, we're going to jump right in. Uh, I've been begging the guys over at Saints Unscripted uh, for about two months now to do something in the faith and beliefs uh, segment that has some kind of substance, because for literally like almost two months, they've just been throwing out stuff that is, it's it's pointless. It it really has nothing to do with their faith or beliefs. They are just putting out little bits of, of history. Um, They kind of did an overview of Christian history from a Mormon worldview. And then they did kind of LDS history here in the States. So um, it's been kind of, Uh, You know, something there's God has always given us some some grace and pulled something worthwhile out of what they've done on their podcast. So but today we are going to actually hit some substance, some some stuff that I'm actually amazed that is is being put out there. Um, Well, I shouldn't say amazed because the way that they they twist and turn with what's going on here. I'm. I'm actually not really shocked. It's. It's a lot of uh, misdirection, and so on. So we're going to let them get into it, but we're going to talk about the Book of Abraham and whether or not uh, you know how he translated or Joseph translated and where it came from. I mean, it's. It's pretty cut and dry, the the truth of it all, but with um, the you know with the internet and. Um, the ability to actually look these things up, the finding of the the papyri that the fragments that Joseph had that we know were the ones that he used, um, and Egyptologists we know that uh, you know it, the what went down did, is not what they presented in this book. So I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, we will let David do what he does and give him the opportunity to make his case, and then, as usual, we'll talk about it. So, here it is.
2: Hey guys, so if you're not already aware, the Latter-day Saint Book of Abraham is one of the most controversial aspects of our faith. In this episode, we're going to talk about what the (laughs) hoot- is all about, and what our options are when it comes to dealing with it. So in general, we don't know a whole lot about how Joseph Smith received his scriptural translations and revelations. But we do know that the process was sometimes different depending on the project. Sometimes he used the Urim and Thummim or seer stone. Sometimes the scripture seemed to just catalyze a sudden revelatory scriptural expansion. Doctrine and Covenants 7 is a translation of a document written by John the Revelator that Joseph didn't even physically have. In other times, it's unclear how much came from Revelation and how much came from Joseph just hitting the books.
1: You hit those books, okay? You hit those textbooks.
2: Considering how little we know about the process underlying his revelatory projects, it's not surprising that we really don't know exactly how Joseph produced the book of Abraham. Now, Joseph did have in his possession ancient-
0: Okay, so we do, we we know everything. The fact that they're saying, well, we don't really know how much he did and this and that. No. The historicity of the LDS church and the, the fact that they wrote down all these things. We know exactly how he did all the things he did. You know, it was seer stone in a hat doing the thing. You know, Words on, on a rock and writing them down and blah, 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 blah. Ridiculous notions of how he did all of this stuff. No golden plates to to truly look at to say, this is that they were covered. Nobody really saw them except by the eye of faith and blah, 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 blah. We've been through all that. But so to say we really don't know how this, again, this is where the misdirection that I was telling you about is going to come in because what they need to do is they need to cast doubt in a sense so they can bolster up their faith and go, well, we really don't know how, but so... Joseph did have papyri,
2: let's go. Egyptian papyri that he believed contained the writings of Abraham. Unfortunately, a good portion of the original papyri was destroyed in the Great Chicago Fire of
0: 1871. And that also is very convenient. Sir, I find it decidedly inconvenient.
2: In the 1960s, some surviving fragments resurfaced, including the original illustration or vignette for facsimile one. But as it turned out, both Latter-day Saint and non-Latter-day Saint Egyptologists agree that the text we have on the surviving papyri does not translate to what we have in the Book of Abraham. So we're stuck to grapple with the question, what exactly is the relation
0: Well, we know that. We know that what is on there does not translate to what is in the Book of Abraham.
2: relationship between the papyri and our Book of Abraham. Generally, people fall into one of three categories outlined by Egyptologist John Gee. People believe that Joseph produced the book of Abraham from the surviving fragments of papyri we still have, from papyri that was destroyed that we no longer have, or he produced it without the aid of any papyri at all. The first theory is heavily advocated for by antagonists of our faith. The text from the surviving fragments does not translate as the Book of Abraham. Instead they contain pieces of so-called funerary texts such as the document of breathings made by Isis, also known as the Book of Breathings, belonging to a guy named Hor, and multiple copies of a text known as the Book of the Dead. The Book of the Dead?
0: Are you sure you want to be playing around with this thing?
2: Thus, If you believe that Joseph was attempting to translate the surviving papyri, then you can easily discredit him as a false prophet. But it should be noted that this theory does not match up with the eyewitness evidence we have of the translation. The 19th century eyewitnesses, both Mormon and non-Mormon, favorable and hostile to the church, agree that the Book of Abraham was translated from a long roll of papyrus that was still a long roll in the 1840s and 1850s. The current fragments of the Joseph Smith papyri, however, were all mounted on heavy paper and placed in glass frames in 1837. None of them can be the long roll described in the 1840s and 1850s. So these fragments are specifically not the source of the Book of Abraham, according to the eyewitnesses.
0: Stop. Just stop right there. All right. Again, now... According to supposedly eyewitnesses said that he had a, a scroll. Whatever. But notice, now in a minute he's going to give you some quotes, but notice he does not give you anything where you can go back and go, this is what the eyewitnesses said. This is just all, well, this is this is what, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But, and we're going to get to the, the meat of the whole issue here in a minute. But, so, to say that the... The fragments were not what was actually translated onto. I'm actually going to show you how that's very disingenuous, and and we'll talk about it, but let him continue.
2: The next question is, well what about facsimile one? It's right there on the surviving papyri. Doesn't it make sense then that the text surrounding this illustration should translate to what we have in the Book of Abraham? That makes sense to me! Well to us that might make sense. In ancient Egyptian scrolls, however, sometimes these illustrations had no clear relationship with their surrounding text. And feel free to pause and read these quotes from people smarter than I am who back that up.
0: Okay. So I did pause and read some of these and so on, but neither here nor there. So the vignettes may not have anything to do with the, the, the writing around them and, and so on, which if that were the case, I would actually think that this would translate more to the book of Abraham, um, as opposed to, but uh, and we're going to talk about it, especially facsimile one. We know that everything that Joseph Smith said about facsimile one is wrong. Every little bit, everything that he numbered and then translated. And I'm going to show you the thing in a minute, but essentially it's this, all the things that he said here, the the numbers and the correlating things are wrong. Absolutely wrong. Inaccurate. False. <laughs> um, I don't know how much more I can say. So, in reality, the surrounding text of Facsimile One, which is the Book of, of Funerals, the Funerary Book, the Book of Breathing's whatever, actually matches up with the vignette. So these quotes are erroneous. They're 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 meaningless. They're pointless to say that because what it is the the Book of the Funerary Book around this vignette actually matches up to what it really is, which is the, the um, embalmer and so on, and this is actually whore, which is what is written about in the uh, writings surrounding the vignette on the thing, p- mounted and framed.
2: In fact, this same guy, Hoare, also owned a copy of the Book of the Dead written by the same scribe and illustrator, and more than half of the pictures don't match with the text surrounding it.
1: from the book!
2: On top of that, there are actually no other instances of this scene being adjacent to the Book of Breathings. So while the text may not belong to the Book of Abraham, the text also doesn't seem to belong to facsimile one, raising the question, what does facsimile one belong to? I don't belong
0: here. I don't belong anywhere. Well, and again, in reality, when we look at what Egyptologists and this is this is again this is a disingenuous this is actually a deception right now if they don't belong to the book of Abraham and it doesn't belong to the, the facsimile or whatever but if what is surrounding that is actually the book of Breathings, the funerary book and so on it is in reality matches up with what is in the facsimile which is whore being embalmed because he is dead and so on so
2: The second theory is that Joseph got the book of Abraham from a long roll of papyrus that has since been destroyed. This theory accommodates the eyewitness
0: evidence I quoted earlier, but it also comes with its Did not quote anything. Just made a statement that there was eyewitness evidence. Gave no quotes.
2: Challenges. For example, if facsimile 1 was originally attached to this long roll, some scholars disagree on whether the scroll would have been long enough for both the Book of Breathings and the Book of Abraham. But it's also possible that the long roll wasn't Hor's scroll at all, but one of the others
0: that was destroyed. Okay, because here's the deal. The Book of Abraham does not exist. So the, the theory that the scroll would not be long enough for the Book of Breathings and the Book of Abrahams is actually correct, because it is only the Book of Breathings.
2: This theory is frustrating both to members and non-members simply because it can't be verified since we don't have the papyri. The third theory is that the text that was revealed to Joseph had nothing to do with any of the papyri and it only served as a catalyst that sparked the flow of revelation. There is a precedent for this kind of revelation in some of Joseph's other works, but the challenge is that Joseph definitely believed he had a physical document containing Abrahamic writings. So this theory would assume that Joseph was wrong about that, and that the papyri just set him on a revelatory path. You are free to believe whichever theory you'd like, or none of them at
0: all. What if I choose not to believe it?
2: Now, there are still many other unanswered questions associated with the book of Abraham. For example, lots of people have questions about Joseph's interpretations of the facsimiles. We're gonna dive into that in a separate episode, so if you have questions about the facsimiles, Hold on to those. Others also wonder about the historical believability of the book of Abraham. That also deserves an episode, but until then I'd refer you to this video from PearlOfGreatPriceCentral.org. Check out the resources in the description for more.
0: Alright, so there's the end of that. So, (sighs) calm down and settle in. So here's the deal. So we've got these three theories one and what the one that I'm hearing more and more being pushed is number three which is in, in absolutely ridiculous because we have in writing in the book of Abraham now this is a picture that I took from my book um, this is a 1952 edition of the Doctrine and Covenants uh, Pearl of Great Price and so on so I took this photograph from my book um, and it says For those of you that that I hope you can see that, but if you can't, it says a translation of some ancient records that have fallen into our hands from the catacombs of Egypt. The writings of Abraham while he was in Egypt called the book of Abraham written by his own hand upon papyrus. So what this, what this indicates, what this gives the impression of is that everything that we have seen or so on was written by Abraham written by his own hand upon papyrus the writings of Abraham all of this scroll all of this ancient record was supposedly written by Abraham which would include the drawings of the facsimiles this would be this would be what is indicated that Abraham drew these facsimiles, and then Joseph Smith gave the translation of these facsimiles. Now, here is the issue, and here's what we see, is that it is essentially from these facsimiles. I don't know if Joseph had any more papyri. I, I honestly don't. I Personally, I don't believe he did. I think Joseph Smith, again, made up most everything that he wrote he did not know how to read egyptian or reformed egyptian which doesn't exist he didn't know how to translate it i don't know if he put his face in a hat with a rock for to translate these scrolls or no if he even had a scroll and and here here's the the reality we have a premise from you know history that joseph Portrayed that he had some golden plates, but no one has ever actually seen them. They were always covered up by a blanket or something or separated from the the person, um, even separated from Joseph. So this was not so he may have just had something wrapped up in something saying it was a scroll and presented it as such. And maybe he only had these these facsimiles that were mounted on paper and framed. We don't know. Personally, that would be the way that I think it went because Joseph was is I mean, he's been proven to have been a con man over and over and over again. So this would just be another elaborate con. But so we have the facsimile, which we have seen other facsimiles that are are or drawings, Egyptian drawings from books of, of breathings of funerary books and so on, which match. And we have the actual translation of what they are, um, this this this. Uh, supposed priest that is supposed to be uh sacrificing abraham according to joseph smith's translation is actually a you know embalmer uh embalming uh the body of whore and you know the things that they're the different egyptian gods not these ones that that joseph smith presents as elkanon libna and mac and and whatever, Korosh and, and Pharaoh, the, the ones, things that he translated them to be. But um, if the, and, and as we look at this, we see, and then when we look into the actual writings of the book in the book of Abraham, we see the exact same names that are in this facsimile. So this writing is coming off of literally the written down, Supposed the translation of this facsimile, this is what it is. So Joseph has drawn you a picture or, get, or taken a, a picture that he found and or whatever and added to because it's not totally, uh, you know, it wasn't uh, complete. He's got just a fragment of this, this papyri. So he filled in the rest to make it what we see in facsimile one which much of is missing, and what he did put in there is inaccurate to what we see in actual Egyptian facsimiles of that sort. But then he proceeded to write it out as the Book of Abraham. Same thing with facsimile two, same thing with facsimile three. When you really read the Book of Abraham, everything goes back to those three facsimiles, which is why I believe that he only had those fragments those facsimiles and the the scroll that he supposedly had is 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 a a figment of of his uh connivory and uh, is that a word it is now um and his conning people you know his his use of deception to make people believe what he wanted them to believe so as we look at this we actually see that Joseph has taken the inaccurate translation of uh, inaccurately completed facsimiles and written them out and claimed that this was all written by Abraham's hand, and then when you when you look at they dated and and so on these things, they couldn't have near couldn't have possibly been written by Abraham because I think these things only come from uh, like. 100 to 100 to 3 somewhere between 100 and 3 300 and 100 bc so approximately at least two thousand years later than abraham could have written them so all of this that you put together points to the fact that yes it is very easy to to prove that joseph smith is a false prophet based off of the book of abraham alone we don't need anything else that joseph smith did to prove that he was a false prophet other than the book of abraham this is this is and that's why i'm I'm amazed that they're they're making this attempt to to uh, validate it because it cannot be validated you basically have to go to well you know it's it's all this mystery and blah 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 you they literally have to go back to well we prayed about it and we got a burning in the bosom so we feel good that's where they have to go to because evidence and facts point to the fact that this is not what joseph smith claimed to have translated what he looked at is not what ended up in this book and there's absolutely no way it was written by abraham period case closed joseph smith is a false prophet and if you're following after that false prophet, you need to get out run run I, I can't express this enough every single time we do one of these videos. It comes down to this: you are following after a false gospel a presented by a false prophet who he supposedly got from a false Christ, and none of this can offer you the salvation that God wants to give you. Through the true Jesus and the through the true gospel of the Bible, so my Mormon friend, get out, look into the reality of what is the Book of Abraham and the lies and the deceit that it is wrapped up in, and run. And my Christian friend, as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words; they're necessary. Till next time, Sole Deo Gloria.